Welcome to day number eight of our 21 days of prayer campaign called Pray First. Um, Today, again, I want to encourage you to pray for God to lead you to someone that you can invite to join you on this campaign of prayer, Uh, especially as we kick off week two. It's a great starting point for someone to join you. And you can find links to share uh, in the City Grace app or on the Facebook posts and, of course, on the website. Um, For today's devotion, I wanted to share something that um, I've wrestled with in my past. I I still struggle with at times, Um, but that is that I hate surprises. Um, That's one of the reasons that my brother and I used to sneak and peek into our Christmas presents before Christmas Day. Uh, it's, It's way better to fake surprise when you open something you've already seen than to fake excitement when you open a gift that you don't really want. Um, but God's been working on me and working on my desire to control everything. And I've come to the conclusion that if you want to live a life led by the Holy Spirit, it's going to totally take you by surprise most of the time. And the more that I come to embrace that reality, the more that I'm actually beginning to love it when God surprises me. Um, I think we all know, or at least we all can kind of figure out that there are some things that God has chosen to do only in response to prayer. God has seemingly handcuffed himself Uh, himself to our requests at times. And um, James, the brother of Jesus, uh, said at one point in his letter in the New Testament, you do not have because you do not ask. And then he goes on in chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, to kind of further explain our empty-handedness. And he says, then sometimes when you do ask, your motives are all messed up, so you still don't get what you're asking for. And if you think about it, if God was limited to only answering prayer in the ways that we asked him to, a lot of things would never get accomplished in prayer. And so God chooses instead to answer our prayers with his solution. And since we trust his heart toward us, isn't that really the best possible outcome? If he is a good God, isn't that really what's best for us? But that makes his answers unpredictable because they are answers that we never would have thought up on our own. And it makes his leading seem strange and and random to us at times, when in reality, his answer is wisdom itself. His answer is always best for us, even when it doesn't seem good to us. But we can never really know how he will answer. We can never really know when he'll answer or where he will answer. And so we should expect prayer to constantly surprise us. We should expect the unexpected in the answers to our prayers. And I think Jesus gave maybe the best description of this in John chapter 3, actually, um, when he was talking with a religious leader named Nicodemus, a man that was used to praying and asking God to work for him. Um, And Jesus told him in verse 3 of John chapter 3, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they're born again. And Nicodemus doesn't really get the reference, and you know it's kind of obscure to, to us at times also. And he's a little confused by the concept. You know, I, Jesus, are you saying I can't see the rule of God, the kingdom of God, unless I'm reborn? And Jesus kind of goes on to explain, yes, there's a spiritual birth of water and of spirit that needs to happen to a person so that they can uh, uh, sense new realities, heavenly realities. So don't be surprised that you need to come alive to a spiritual reality to see spiritual things. And then Jesus gives us a truth that will frustrate us if we think our answers should be God's answers to our prayers. In John chapter 3, verse 8, Jesus says, The wind blows wherever it pleases. And you hear its sound, but you can't tell where it comes from or where it's going. And so it is with everyone born of the Spirit. 
And in essence, I think what Jesus is saying is, Nicodemus, you see what I'm doing and you know it must be from God because of all the miracles, but you're getting frustrated because I don't behave like you thought your Messiah would behave. And this is how it will be for everyone born of the Spirit. They will be seemingly blown about by a spiritual wind. And see, the thing is, we can't predict the wind. We can use the wind, we can cooperate with the wind, but you can't control and you can't predict the wind. And so it is with everyone born of the Spirit. And the beautiful thing is, is that heavenly wind, that force that blows through our lives and blows in answer to our prayers, it's really perfect wisdom. That wind is born from perfect love. That wind is for us and never against us. And that wind breathes new breath and new energy into us. And that wind is the Spirit of the living God and it's unpredictable and it's full of wonder and it always breathes what is best over us. For your Bible time today, um, I want to encourage you to read John chapter 3, especially Jesus's interaction with Nicodemus and notice Jesus's insistence that if you're going to see or if you're going to get into what God is doing, there has to be a supernatural birth. And notice also how he kind of normalizes the unpredictability of the life that's directed by the Holy Spirit. So remember in your prayers today to ask God to surprise you with an answer to your prayers because it's something that you never would have thought of without him. God bless you on day number eight.